My name is Ryan Hanley. I am your host, as always, and I am joined by a repeat guest, um, a guy that, you know, I'm going to say this in the best sense of the way. Um, I just really <laughs> liked him the first time I met him. Uh, we, there was an immediate connection in terms of how we thought about the business and, and in particular how we thought about delivering our product, you know, the, our respective products to the marketplace. There was a, there's a level of quality and I think um, that really says something about a person. So uh, I, I'm joined today by Jay Weintraub, the uh, co-founder and, and CEO of InsureTech Connect, um, the largest, most dynamic insurance conference by far uh, in the country, um, soon to be paced by Elevate, but we all need someone to shoot for, uh, but specifically focused on a technology space. Uh, Jay, it, it's just such a pleasure to have you here. Oh, thank you for having me back. I had no idea where you were going with that intro. I was bracing myself. I was like, this could go anywhere. Uh, uh, and instead, it went probably f- far too kind, uh, but we'll take it. I learned a long time ago, uh, trashing your guests in the intro is usually not the best way to start a podcast. So I just... <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I'm actually going to be really curious. Like, uh, hello, crickets. I mean, you've got all sorts of like cool sound effects, I bet. Like, you could probably, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, like really turn it to something fun here. <laughs> End up playing both of our parts. I don't know. Who knows, right? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, I've, I've had some wild discussions. I, I used to, well, don't ever listen to the early episodes of Content Warfare. Let's just say that. So uh, there's a reason. That... Now we have to. Yeah, now, we have, yeah, to. now you okay. have to. The first episode of, of my podcast so i did this old podcast this is completely off topic but i did this podcast called content warfare it was all about content marketing digital marketing and it's like all the things that i do you know as i learned something i i talked about it the very first episode you know people like plan podcasts for months they like oh i gotta get the right microphone i literally just i was like screw it i want to know how to podcast popped open my cell phone it was an android pro five megapixel ridiculous like um palm knockoff android was knocking off palm and that's what this looked like and i just talked into it for 30 minutes and that was the first episode it was just me talking into a cell phone and then then the amount of work it took back in like 2012 to get it off the i the phone into the computer like there was like three devices to get it there it was it's just you know how far technology has come but um all right, man. So that none of that is why we have you on the show. So I had you back because uh, InsureTech Connect is rapidly approaching, and I kind of wanted to get like, just you know, yeah, you got your your ear to the street or whatever. You know, wh- what are you hearing? What's the buzz um, as you're kind of uh, got this thing, you know, barreling down the pipe? I mean, we're we're really just a month away here. Um, I just kind of looking for oh, some, you some had inside to remind baseball. Me. <laughs> You know, the, it, it's funny that you say that. I mean, because now that we're a month away, and, and this happens where, you know, when we were first talking, it was so much fun. We got to talk about the, the fun stuff, the what if. Now I'm just hoping there'll be enough coffee, right? Like now we're into the, like, gee, like, can we make sure that, the, the, that people can actually get their badges? And what kind of, you know, incentivization do we have to do to, like, force people to show up early? None of which is actually, like, the fun, you know, the, the truly fun stuff. Although I would welcome your thoughts on, you know, we're, we're trying to get people to show up on, on that day before the afternoon and pick up their badge. And we're thinking about running like a contest, like every hour and, and coming up with like prizes 
I'd be really curious to hear, like, if you have some good ones. Uh, should get a free Jello shot ones, with your maybe. badge pickup. That, that would be pretty fun. Then just uh, get them loaded. That, that seems that was the trick yeah. to elevate. Just if I could get them drunk, they would come. So that that seemed to be that seemed to be the trick. <laughs> That's my best advice. Well, so taking this back off of uh, crazy operational stress that anyone feels, you know, I mean, we, you know, sort of, I'd say. It's super interesting when we think about where we are today, right? So I think I, I have to pause and say, right, uh, you know, our hearts go out to the, you know, sort of the victims or the, and the people who are being, you know, impacted by Harvey. It is, you know, hopefully uh, we've been brainstorming this internally, um, you know, trying to figure out, like, it's an amazing thing. Because on the one hand, you have the fact that the insurance industry, you know, at least for some of, some of it, right, will bear some financial burdens of this, but it's also, you know, so I'm sure there are some proverbial bean counters who are very upset by what's going on just because, right, it's like no one wants to pay up money. But then there's the second part of it, which is like, what an amazing opportunity for the industry to showcase its greatness, right? I feel like there's a, what a special chance we have to show that like we are there on so many, like so many levels. And, you know, I was talking to my, you know, sort of co-founder Caribou about this. And, you know, this may also be a I wouldn't say a tipping point, but it could be almost a tipping point for InsurTech, where it is trying to show that, right, can these new technologies that people have been building, and right, can this be a chance to sort of try to mass deploy it to make people's lives better? Right? And I think what will also come out of it is the, you know, the chance to figure out, like, what what is missing, right? Because we've had this huge period of the last three, four years where you know, billions of dollars have been invested into startups, and that money has been through third parties that are external to the space, as well as, you know, like carriers and reinsurers putting money into startups and, and, and labs. And, and so we all had ideas of what we thought the industry needed. Uh, and this is going to be such an amazing chance to see, right, how, how close are we and what, what else is sort of needed when, you know, to help the industry so uh, perhaps maybe a little bit too somber for uh, you know like this exact moment but uh, especially if this airs six months from now but at least at the moment that's you know I can't help but think about that no um, I, I will I will echo your um, kind of thoughts and, and prayers to, to everyone down in Texas and, and there's even some flooding in Louisiana and stuff too uh, I will say uh, just a quick quick aside if you want to, anyone listening wants to support independent agencies and their families who've been impacted by uh, Hurricane Harvey, the Independent Insurance Agents of Texas, uh, Marit Peters is the executive director. They have set up a 501c3. All proceeds will go directly to uh, agents to get them reestablished, to help them get their family situation under control so that they can start serving the community. I mean, one of the things that we don't hear about is that, you know, these boots on the ground agents who are, who are, who are out there helping – um, if their you know business has been wiped out, or you know they're dealing with things with their own homes, um, they can't be be serving our clients, or at least they can't be serving their clients at their full capacity. So this is a, a, a wonderful project, and I'll have it linked up in the show notes. This is uh, episode number ninety two, and uh, if you go to the show notes, you see Jay, click. I'll have a link. You can donate uh, five, ten bucks helps. Trustedchoice.com is donated. I've donated, and I think it's a, a wonderful cause. So. Um, but, uh, getting off of that, I will say I completely agree with you. Um, when Sandy hit New Jersey, 
uh, I talked to a lot of agents um, and a lot of a lot of New Jersey agents, a lot of Long Island agents were impacted. Um, they, they had uh, there were a couple agencies that were completely wiped out, and um, the, and, and actually I, I spoke with one agent who said uh, he had recently six months earlier he had kind of taken to heart some of the the technology that has that that really uh, you know all industries have access to but that that has been presented to the insurance industry and he had moved everything to the cloud he had moved on to an agency management system that allowed him to be virtual uh, all the way down to his cell phone um, and even though his agency which was only which was like less than a mile from the from the jersey coast was 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 just torn apart it was to his toast he was a fully functioning agency just all his people were home and they were out paying claims and you know taking calls within hours of uh of sandy pushing through they had the ability to uh, sandy came in at night um, mostly so this was the next day but they had the ability to be up and running and taking calls and and doing the business of insurance and uh, i completely agree with you that these type of disasters, though horrible, and I think we all wish they would never, ever, we never want to see them happen, when they do happen, this is when we kind of, uh, when we go to work. And, uh, and it's going to be, it'll be interesting to see how, how we showcase ourselves. Yeah, no, it's, it, it is, I'm, this is where I get, you know, sort of honored uh, and, and excited to, to be a part of this industry because it is, it is, and I don't, I don't mean for it to sound too self-congratulatory, but I'm always amazed at the people that are in it um, here. And, and and putting in a completely self-serving plug, it's also from our you know sort of event. I think it's really easy when you know someone, I think especially someone who's in an agency, you know, in and is running an agency, and and they've been, it's been this amazing thing. I mean, I remember when I was at Elevate, and the number of sort of you know relatives or you know, almost like parents and children that were there, right? It's, it's, it's awesome, right? I mean, it was this, um, there's something beautiful about you've built a business that is helping others, but it's almost like you, it's like modern day farming. It's like, oh, your kids come over and they take over the practice. And, you know, the, I think the knock against InsurTech oftentimes is, you know, probably like two things, you know, there's a general, concern that the next generation, and, and I'm repeating what I've heard, right? There's this general concern, next generation isn't going to take over this business. And there's a general concern that the business won't be as, be there for the next generation to take over because of, of tech. And so it's a, it's a line that we, you know, certainly try to, you know, sort of address by saying, you know, and we always use the travel industry, uh, you know, as sort of an example that there's absolutely this uh, you know, transition and discomfort that happens when tech comes in, but when there there are products like ours, that insight and expertise will always trump, uh, you know, the ability for for automation to replace it. And so I think there are absolutely lines of the business that will get obliterated by tech, um, but I think there, much as certain parts of travel, but the overall travel agent industry, right? It just hunkered down and focused on where is the value knowing that there is no ability to sort of like replace it. So it was a long way of saying that one thing that we strive for, and, and, and I don't want to tip, uh, you know, sort of the stuff that we talked about, but it's one thing that I'm super passionate about why, you know, having more of Agency Nation and Elevate and Trusted Choice at ITC is, you know, to make sure that we can showcase 
the people that are trying to help empower the agents, you know, to sort of like do what only agents, you know, kind of like can do because, um, yeah, I think, I don't know when I was on last. I don't know if I'd had my own. Yeah. I think I had just had the water damage in my house. Yeah. And like that, that was the time when you go, wow, like should have had an agent. Yeah. I feel like there's a, and, and you were the marketing genius here, but I feel like there's this like, like crazy, like campaign where it's like, yep. Should have had an agent. If yeah. only I had an agent type of thing. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, I, I, I completely agree with you uh, in, in what you said. The, the, the thing with um, one of the major concerns that I think I personally have for, uh, we'll say, non-insurance people starting insurance-related organizations is not that they shouldn't be involved in the industry. I absolutely think they should, and God bless them for for, for founding companies and trying to push an industry forward. I think what bothers me the most is when those individuals have a lack of respect for what this industry actually does, right? They look at it as a SaaS product that they can bottle up, compartmentalize, and automate, and we're not selling shoes, you know? This isn't, we're not buying, we're not wholesaling shoes and then reselling them, and really all that matters is our click-through conversion rate. And, um, you know, what? When, it, when the rubber really meets the road, you can ruin people's lives by not doing this. So the thing that, that, I think that scares me the most is the expertise gap is that you have, you know, I had these two, this was about two and a half years ago. I had these two kids from MIT call me and say, Ryan, we'd like to pick your brain. And I was still dumb enough to take random <laughs> pick your brain calls at the time. And I said, sure. So they call me and spent 45 minutes. I don't even know if I said a word spending 45 minutes telling me all the things that were wrong with the insurance industry and how these two kids were going to solve all the industry's problems. So I said, that's awesome. And now their faces are plastered across the web. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're still looking for the bodies. No, um, so, you know, the funny part is, uh, you know, I asked them, well, were, were your moms or dads agents? Like, where did you – oh, no, no. We just – we did a market analysis for one of our classes, and we realized that, you know, blah, blah. And they started spouting all this stuff, and I'm like, holy crap, guys. Like, I, I'm not trying to be a jerk or anything here, but, like, you need to go find someone who knows what they're talking about. And you need to like latch onto them and hire them or, or just go work in an agency for a while because there is so much to the business of insurance. And I feel like what I really love about the independent agency channel and why uh, you know, I, I believe agents need to be more concerned with technology and concerned not in like the worry way, but in like the focused way, I guess. Um, and why I'm pushing as many people as I can to come to Insure Tech Connect is that we have to be part of this. The, the thing I love about independent agencies, dude, is that they respect what they're doing. Right? At the end of the day, you ruin people's lives if, they don't, if you don't make sure that they have the right coverage. I mean, you're, if, you, if, you, if you were with the wrong agent, that water damage claim could ruin your life, right? If you didn't have enough money in the bank, if you didn't have, you know, there's a million scenarios where that water damage claim could get out of control. You could have a, a, an adjuster tell you no and you don't know better to go back and ask somebody and get it. You know what I mean? There's a million things that can happen that could drastically impact the future of you and your family's life if you're not properly insured and don't have uh, an advocate behind you to make sure that, that everything is handled properly. And independent agents for the most part, um, have a respect for that. And, and that's what I love about them. Uh, but then obviously I wish that 
the only way for that for that to survive is that they 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 immerse themselves into this world, which is which is what I love so much about InsureTech Connect, and why I'm so like excited to go in October. No, uh, I mean the the I, I think you're I think you're right, right? There's this it's a really powerful thing that that happens when innovation comes about, and you know finding the right path is. These are conversations that have probably been going on since, you know, Plato's time or, or you know, sort of like before. Because, the, you know, you think about and, and you, know, it's, uh, you know, bringing up Uber is now kind of maybe it's a little bit of a, of a sensitive topic in some respects. But you think about that where, you know, they, they have most consumers, I think, con, you know, pure consumers, probably feel thankful that Uber came around and made, made you know, sort of this thing of getting a, a, you know, for hire a car so much quicker, easier, and simpler. And yet, right, what, what did they know about the industry, right? They didn't work in it. They didn't do it. You know, they were the, as, as you know, Caribou likes to say, their proverbial focus group of one. They just knew that, hey, it feels like it could be done different and better and set out to sort of, like, do it. And so there's a, you know, there's some, you know, sense of this sort of unencumbered fresh thinking that can be beneficial. But I think to your point, it's a different story when you're talking about a, yeah, how do how do we frame that perspective, right? How do we frame this perspective of it's one thing to have fresh unencumbered thinking; it's another to realize that you're talking about people's lives, and not just livelihoods, but lives. Like you know, you you do it wrong. I'm thinking of uh, you know a, a good friend of mine, someone that works for him. His house was robbed, and yet he had no idea that his policy had like limitations on what counts for reimbursement. He didn't realize that he needed a rider and said, oh, yeah. you know, that luggage, that luggage, that jewelry, that, and he was a watch guy. And Ugh. he thought he had homeowner's insurance. He thought, oh, look, I've got, I'm covered, he thought. Yeah. Uh, and then to find out that he's not covered and he's got, you know, like just huge losses that he, it's going to take him, you know, another 10 years to try and even, yeah. you know, like his wife's engagement ring, all of these things where you're like, Wow, like if you had had someone to be with you and check in, you'd be there. Um, you know, and then on another thing, I think, you know, sort of things that we're proud about for this year's show, uh, and, and we have to give a shout out to the folks at uh, Insurance Thought Leadership for this. We, and, 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 you know, I say equally, if not more importantly, to the NAIC, is that because we're talking about people's lives, we're talking about regulation, you know, in a, it can't happen in a vacuum, right? Either you're Uber and you raise so much money that you just go to war and force regulation to change. It, it can't happen in insurance. It's just that's a bad strategy. Yes. So right, it has to be part and parcel with the existing regulation. So we're like, I mean, I can't tell you how excited I am. And I never thought I'd be excited to say, wow, 25 regulators yeah. from you know, different states are going to be that, there. Dude. That's, that's never amazing. thought I'd be so excited. But I, I mean, it's one of the things that I'm probably most excited about is if, and the fact that the, you know, like, and again, really, like the NAIC has been amazing at saying, like, change is happening. Here's a chance for us as the regulators to play an active role in shaping it in a way that, that is going to help people's lives, because it will help people's lives. And so to see that they are so open and willing to engage, because in the industries that I've worked in in the past, it, regulators, it's this, no, no, we don't talk to you. Like, it's, and, and especially you, you've been in marketing. You can't talk to the FTC. You can't ask them a question of, am I doing something right or wrong? Or what do you think of this? It's like, no, we'll listen, but we won't say a word. And then you're just going to have to guess. And it becomes a very slippery slope of, of what happens next. So again, it, 
you know, I, I think the, you know, again, and, 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 and the reason I talk up insurance so much is I, again, he, he, Elevate taught me this too. It is some of the most humble people you'll find who are so mission driven and they don't always give themselves credit. So I feel like we have to give them a little bit of credit. It'd be a different story if this was a hedge fund community where I think they probably do a good enough job giving themselves credit that mm. they don't need another a third party. But, you know, that isn't the case. Um, you know, yeah. and, and maybe I'm being a little cynical because I'm, you know, talking to you from the Hamptons. Different story. I love the Hamptons. Um, so I, I, I agree with you. First of all, I think it's amazing that you have the regulators there. I, um, it, it's, it's this mashup, right? And this is, this is part of, of what Elevate was about. It's one of the things that has so enamored me to what you're doing, um, why I wanted you, uh, uh, on stage, uh, at the first Elevate was it's this mashup of ideas of where the magic happens. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you listen to James Altucher's podcast, but he calls this idea sex, right? You take one idea here and you take another <laughs> idea here and you put them together and eventually they have little idea babies. And I think, you know, I, I, I sit back and I think, oh, man, you know, there are, there are, I can count just sitting here in my head, three dozen, three dozen men and women under the age of 40 who are in an agency that is just blocking them from really moving forward in their career, right? They're just old world, not moving forward. And those agencies are going to struggle in the long game. <clears throat> now, if I'm an insure tech company and I, and I'm not of the industry, I'm gobbling those people up. Like I would be, I would be going and trying to find, how do I find the smartest insurance people who are of a disposition that they're that they'll work inside my, you know, my 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 model, my my app based, you know, just a broad stroke here, you know, app based model or whatever, and but but still inject that IA culture of respect for the product, uh, mission, you know, coverage uh, driven mission or whatever. You know I mean like it's it's that mashup of the two where I believe um, we're really going to see the winners and the losers. And, you know, yeah. you look at a company like Coverhound who's trying to do this. You look at a company like Insurion who's trying to do this. And, uh, and another great one in the life insurance space is Quotacy. And these, comp these companies, um, they're not they, – from the outside, they look like, I think, what a lot of independent agents would kind of put their hands up to. You know what I mean? Like, oh, those are, that's the enemy. These are independent agencies, true and true, who just have decided – to mash the two cultures together and see if they can figure out a solution. And I feel like that happens only in person, right? It only happens by getting together at conferences like ITC where, where you can actually make these connections. And, and uh, I know you saw some of it elevate. I know you saw some of it at, at InsurTechConnect before that. And um, I just think we have to dedicate ourselves to, to, to mixing with, and, and, and you said it actually, I think before we went live, that there's an incredible value to mixing with people who you may, you know, at least in a in a in a shallow sense, consider the enemy. Um, there's value in being in that space and having conversations with them, even if you might never do business. And uh, yeah, you perfect. I mean, it's a great point because I mean, you talk about someone like an insurion, and and right. Thank you, Ted Devine, for that just sick, somewhere between scary and awe-inspiring yes. speech at Elevate. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, I was just so was like, wow. Uh, I mean, I, I, you know, and the Oscar goes, I mean, it was just, wow. So the, you know, but I think you bring up a good point, which is there are companies that are essentially IAs that they are, that's what they are, but they don't 
they didn't start off thinking of themselves necessarily that way, but that's what they are. So you have, in one sense, the the peers, but they are a tech first peer. Um, and I think on the other sense, you have the you know, where should the and then you know thinking about the positive for a second. There's a lot of companies out here, and this is what I'm you know I predict and something that we're going to focus on heavily for 2018, which is customer acquisition. So I think the the outside the box people who are coming into this industry. I think one of the things that they're doing that's amazing, and, and you, you think about companies, you know, like a lease lock or a jetty where, you know, they're taking insurance products or you think about a lot of the micro insurance stuff that's happening in, you know, in, in sort of in Africa and, uh, you know, and, 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 you know, blue marbles, you know, really spearheading a great initiative there where it's saying, let's take insurance products and apply them in very non-insurancy ways. Like let's, let's think about the, how do we take an insurance product? But to the consumer, it's not insurance. It's a way to help them solve a problem. Like, you know, I love the sort of the leaf lock style example of if you live in a city like San Francisco, New York in particular, you've realized that like, you can't rent. The, the onus is so high because the landlords put these just crazy financial barriers on you. And they're just doing it because they want financial protection. So why not have a product that is, able to solve both parties' needs. Amazing. And so the, the fact that the, you know, the, the manufacturers uh, of products, that the people who are underwriting ultimate risk, like the reinsurers, are so open to new applications of insurance, you know, that is, to me, one of the things that I get most excited you know, sort of about. And it's the, what's going to happen to a lot of these great new products, it's distribution. They are just going to fail Right. Either you are someone like an insurion who is so good because you are not just an IA, you're a customer acquisition machine, you know, or you're a company, you know, let's let's stick within the commercial insurance realm, like a next insurance where you've gotten so good at product that you can meet the needs of product gaps. But for a lot of the other folks that are out there, they're going to run into a huge wall of I've got this great product. I have no idea how to get it in the hands of people. And I know I set that up, you know, when I was at Elevate, but I believe that that's, you know, to be true that the IA channel will be an amazing way, I hope, to get products that really help consumers in the hands of consumers. And I hope that will replace what I believe is going to be some lost income for products that consumers are just going to continue to buy in a more e-commerce fashion. Because like, if it if there isn't Let's face it, right? if, if your value is just that you have access to the goods, like you are a retail shop and you have access to goods, but these goods are fairly commoditized, right? then you better have some really amazing brand or other value proposition because the person who can deliver it faster, easier, quicker, and in the modality that you want is going to win. So that I think there's part of that stuff that's sort of like unstoppable – you know, sort of in terms of, yep, this company does it, easy, makes it easier, seamless, quicker, and it's a product that's kind of doesn't need specialization or help. That that is what I'm trying to figure out, right? How do we, you know, sort of both empower agents to have to compete in that way, and also how do we replace it to help focus on those areas where that specialization is not going to be found, you know, through automation. Yeah. I you know and, I think there'll be a lot and of rant. yeah yeah no 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 that was awesome I I think I 
I think there's going to be a lot of give and take in the marketplace that, you know, there's going to be uh, push back and forth. I think there'll be a lot of uh, cheaper and easier that doesn't provide as much value that'll swing back to more value. And then I always think we end up in the middle. And um, because eventually, you know, you like renter's insurance. Everyone's moving into renter's insurance, right? Everyone looks at renter's insurance and they go, it's a commodity. We can sell it. That's phenomenal. Can you underwrite it, right? I mean, uh, not to knock the, the industry darling, but if, you know, if, lemonades, if Lemonade was in Houston, they'd be out of business right now. Um, you, know, you, you can't sell $65 renter's insurance policies in major metropolitan areas. I mean, the travelers and Safeco's of the world aren't stupid. They've been charging anywhere between 115 to $175 a year for those policies for 50 years for a reason. Um, because the, you know, you have a water loss in a high rise building or like I did with one of my insureds had a, uh, small fire loss in a, in a high rise building that had smoke damage in four units. And all of a sudden it's a $550,000 loss. And you just can't take that many as a startup insurance carrier. So I think that there's, there's all these give and takes that are going to happen. But what you said, uh, in there that I think is just the most powerful thing when it comes to, to the future is speed to value, right? Whatever that value is, and there's going to be all different levels of value, how fast you can get that consumer to the value you provide is going to, those are going to be the companies that win. That, that's why I love that you're going after acquisition in 2018. That's why Elevate is, a, is sales and marketing focused because if, if you're not getting to value as quickly as you possibly can and, and, and quicker than your competition, they're going to beat you because the consumers, they're just not going to wait for the hope that someday you potentially add some value to their life. They're just, that's not the world that we live in anymore. It's not how any other industry operates. Yeah. And, and frankly, the, it, it's so well said it is, I, I will say that the, the one, you know, like our, it's not so much of a plea cause that sounds, you know, sort of like terrible, but our, one of the things that we are so, why we are trying to actively engage the, you know, sort of IA community is, you know, let's face it, the vast majority of what happens at Intro Tech Connect, it's, it's sort of like CES. It is, we could never say that to the average, you know, sort of IA that this is going to be something you can apply tomorrow. And since people who are running businesses need things that they can apply tomorrow, why Elevate is amazing is but at the same time because almost everyone in the community is in this for the long run it is a chance it really is a chance to kind of see what people are focusing on and i think it's a great chance to walk away with and you have to care right if you if you are one of those like blockers and it's just about hey we've got this book let's keep this book and and it's not how are my kids my grandkids what is this what do we what do we mean as a business for the future because right it's it's hard when you're when you're a like like a if you think like a small business like hey we do it's really hard to take focus and resources away and invest in things that may have like you may have zero returns negative returns or returns maybe unknown for many many years but i do think that it's a it is vital for people who actually care to see what you know the disruptors the others are actually thinking about working on where people think the pain points are and so to get a feeling for like hmm maybe these are areas that we have to care about or 
as a again as a channel to come back and say you know to our carrier partners guys we need these things like you know because i mean how many of the ones that are that are out there yeah maybe they've hedged by going direct but no one wants to to sort of truly you know no one is going to say we don't care about ias and if they do right they're getting out of the channel completely and so i again i think of it as a as a rallying call to get a whole bunch of people saying yep these are the things that we need to be competitive and here at InsureTech Connect is kind of where people are showing off what is possible. And I think it's also the place where a lot of the carrier partners, right, instead of going and looking for new, you know, sort of agents to sort of like sell their product, like they're going to be open and they're going to figure out what do we have to do to be competitive. So I think it, it is a great way, you know, for those who care about like, wow, yes, is AI and machine learning you know, going to be an impact to an IA, I think arguably, you know, sort of like not, right? Is there, are they going to care about drones outside of like, oh, that's interesting? Probably not. You know, is the average person worried about losses due to sort of vacant properties, right? Probably not. And, you know, so I'm sitting here looking through, we've, we have this, this sort of this survey of where 500 people have answered, what are the things they want to accomplish in the next 12 months? And, you know, it's like, oh, autonomous, you know, sort of like vehicles. The, so a lot of this sort of quasi-insure-tech stuff, yes, absolutely not relevant to IAs today, will absolutely change, you know, sort of the what's going to happen in the future to the industry. And I want IAs to be part of that, you know, sort of that conversation. You know, what I just heard you say is there's this really good yin and yang between Elevate and ITC for the future, for the, for a, for the long-term win. And uh, maybe there's something there. We'll have to think about that. Uh, Jay, we'll have to think about that. Yeah, Jay, this has been phenomenal, man. I appreciate you coming in. Guys, here's the deal. Um, because Jay and I are such good buddies, uh, we have a special discount that we can get you for InsureTech Connect. Uh, head on over to the sh- uh, the show notes for this. It's episode ninety two. CJ smiling face. Come on into the to the show episode, and uh, there'll be a link. Uh, I think tickets are something more than thirteen hundred dollars now, and and we can get them to you for eleven hundred. So you save a couple hundred bucks. It's a great deal. We're gonna be there. There's gonna be what do you say, close to three thousand people, if not more, at the event this year. Um, really, if you're if you're looking to win the long term game. This is a conference you have to be at, and I'll say the same thing about Elevate, right? And it really is. We're talking sales, marketing, boots on the ground stuff at Elevate, and this is the technology over the long term that's going to help you win. And the two are are the middle that 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 where we really win, guys. So, um, Jay, again, appreciate you having on here, man. It's your insight is is just uh, invaluable to, to to me personally and to the community. Um, and I will also have Ted Devine's crazy but amazing and amazing in all the good ways. Uh, presentation. I'll have that YouTube video in the show notes as well. So check out the show notes for this episode. You're gonna you're gonna find a lot of good stuff. And uh, and Jay, man, hey, it's been a pleasure. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure. Thank you. We did it. We managed this whole time. The whole crazy house just happened. So what a perfect time. And, perfect. Uh, thanks. All about family, right? So we're great. Here for, so, great uh, way to thanks, everyone. Thanks, buddy. Great Be good. Way. All right. Bye.